0: Welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And
1: joining us, as always, is the Sports Outsider, Phil Runta. Everyone, t- it's Phil Ranta. Ranta. It's a, rant, a it hard day. Don't a represent a? my brand poorly. Look, a little too late for that. Your brand,
0: you're a sports outsider. Yeah.
1: A hundred years from now, we're all going to be dead, and all that will be left of us is the recording of these podcasts, and I want to make sure people understand that there was a man named Phil Ranta that lived here that knew nothing about sports, whereas Jordan Pomaville and Joel Anderson knew much about sports, and we're all comedians living in Los Angeles. That's my dream. (laughs) Thousands of years from now, these podcasts will be unearthed. Yes. And no, what will they say then? They'll gently dust them they'll off go, the ashes. Because
0: <laughs> they'll be all the people that survived the nuclear holocaust and had to rebuild their world. And I hope these—I hope these uh, podcasts uh, provide them some comfort as they rebuild society. Oh, sure. And <laughs> yeah. they'll say,
1: "Back in the day, a couple of fatties caused a nuclear war."
0: Because <laughs> that's what this is—a is battle of two
1: fatties.
0: <laughs> it really is. It is. Yeah. But this is a sports comedy podcast. Right. We try to we try to take escapism and make it more escapy. Yeah, yeah. We sports it's already escapism. We bring the comedy to it. Oh right. yeah, boy howdy. Uh, and, and we have a great show today. We're going yeah. to talk some MLB players' weekend. Yeah, the uh, players' mm-hmm. weekend's
1: coming up. They're being allowed to wear more colorful uniforms, right? And they got like nicknames on them. So we have on a representative awesome. of uh, the Major League Baseball Players Association, oh, who's going to talk awesome. to us about the the Wait, genesis of. Wait, I thought it was of, a player. It's a player. It's a player, yeah, yeah, and definitely. And he's, it's one yeah, that's getting. Every a team jersey. has a rep. Every yeah. team has every, a players' every, rep. Yeah. Well, the players I didn't are, are the It's a union. I didn't know that. Yeah, they got
0: a, so this guy will be a major leaguer and he's also in the players' association. Okay, and maybe he can shed some light on exactly why we need a players' weekend. Yeah. Maybe you know explain some of the fun things they're going to do for it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, that's cool. And uh, we've also got a wide world for sports.
0: Goddamn right, we do. And news, news, news. But first, Johnny Manziel update. Watch update. Johnny Manziel update. Watch update. Brought to you by
1: Manziel's. Put your man boobs in a Manziel today.
0: Johnny Manziel wants to mold your child's mind. No uh-oh. thanks. Into a bong for marijuana. No! <laughs> anything could be a bong, bro. Uh, multiple sources report that if Johnny Manziel is unable to return to the NFL, he still wants to remain in sports, likely as a beach volleyball bikini designer or an extra <laughs> on the set of ballers. Ah, that is sports. <laughs> but after Manziel's two biggest loves, Rock Hard Nips and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, mm. is football. And specifically, passing on his love of the game. Uh. Manziel sees himself potentially as a coach at the college level.
1: I don't really. <laughs> I've heard all these stories about him. I don't think he'd make a good
0: coach at all. Well, what if what if there's a team that needed a party coach?
1: Ooh, America's the other coast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a team needs a party? <laughs> you mean like the old, the old crusty old football coach who is too strict on the players gets fired? Yeah. And, they, and they then they bring in the fun loving uh, Dead Poet Society Johnny football. Right, no, I Ooh. meant someone. Hey, that would,
1: let's all play football. I meant someone that would coach their partying <laughs> to like make sure they're, they're doing that. Was that. that was my yeah. Rodney Dangerfield? I was thinking of him from Back to School. No, I think you. Hey, need, everyone's getting laid. You'd need a coach to make sure that the partying was being done correctly.
0: Oh, you know, like you oh. take that beer bong. <laughs> Oh, like, oh, oh, like, I'll show you how to do a cake stand. Get up there. I can't do
1: it, coach. It's too hard to stand up my head and drink beer.
0: I can stay here all day while you do those cake stands. All
1: right. Well, I will, too. Uh, Glop, 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 glop. You know, I I, I find this especially interesting because I think the general consensus is that Johnny Manziel might still be in the NFL today if he had only listened to his coaching.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I yeah. mean, I, he'll, he admits his own faults later. But basically, Johnny Football, just weeks after attending a fantasy football convention in Dallas, attended a far more fitting international football betting conference in Costa Rica. Ooh, Ooh. much better. Yeah. So, you know, all of our favorite online sports books are based in and around the area of yeah, Costa Rica. Trying to, trying to do some image rehab by yeah. visiting a sports gambling haven. While he's there, he put 1000 on his NFL comeback at 10 to 1. There we go. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, but at the conference, uh, he was asked what he would do if he isn't able to resume his NFL playing career. And that reporter is lucky he's in Costa Rica, because that's liable to get you jacked in the face in Texas. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> what do you mean if you're going get back to the NFL? He's getting back to the NFL. Do they have anything
1: about the tone that the reporter took when he, he's like, hey, Johnny, so hypothetically, if you weren't to make it back to the the NFL, it just <laughs> just to just to. Float the question about something totally impossible. So here's the
0: thing. It was Costa Rica, so it was probably said in a different language. And, uh. and the, Johnny was like, I, you know, I, the translator said it. I could tell that person was being sarcastic, <laughs> yeah. even though I couldn't understand them. Right. Um, but uh, Johnny Manziel said, I do something involved with sports. I can't get away from it. Uh, I have to ask myself that a little bit as of late over the past year. But at the same time, I want to be involved in sports in some way, whether it's coaching, whether it's doing something like that. Asked which level he'd like to coach at, Manziel said, probably college. And Ew. then smiled all cocky and went, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Experience! Manziel, 24, was a coach at an Elite 11 quarterback camp uh, in Miami in February. Really? Ooh.
1: How many lawsuits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two dead. Ah. Uh, in college, he won the Heisman Trophy and also helped out a teammate, later portrayed by a young John Favreau, Meet Girls oh there we go good for him (laughs) yeah it was really nice when asked the type of player he was in college he admitted he was quote hard-headed then nodded knowingly and said you feel me (laughs) there we go get it uh quote i look back now and think of how big of a uh, i'm gonna try that again i look back now and think of about how big of just a kid i was and a lot of regrets I have, especially my second year in college, not treating it the way I did my first year. That's when I really pooned up.
1: What? Oh, no, he I'm did saying, not no, say no. that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, that part's fake. You said, last,
0: that, you said that a little seriously. <laughs> that's when I really pooned up. However, football is not off the table for Mr. Football. He stated that the Canadian Football League is, quote, definitely something I've looked into, but that he still has hopes to play in the NFL. But if not, Look out, Big Twelve, because Johnny Football's in charge of Baylor now. Oh Whoa! no! It's time for me to Baylor my kid out of that school. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update.
1: Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by Manziel's. Even we're dropping the sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: News, news, news! On the sports, sports, sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news! Milwaukee Bucks to wear Harley Davidson patch next season. Why? What? Subheadline Patch to commemorate the life of Harley Davidson, longtime Bucks GM. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> it's a joke. The Milwaukee Bucks uh, announced uh, Thursday—that's today—that they have signed a jersey advertisement patch deal with the motorcycle manufacturer Harley Davidson. Hmm. the brand's iconic orange, white, and black logo will appear on the team's white, green, and black jerseys. For an office, employees were not able to discuss terms after the meeting with the Harley-Davidson officials, as most of them were found stuffed in players' lockers. Oh, uh, yeah, because yeah. they're nerd alerts. Yeah, well, the biker gang came in, basically, and <laughs> just like...
1: Uh, I know going to say because they couldn't be heard over the roaring of their new motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> rom, 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 rom. I drive a Harley, so I know what that sounds like. It oh, sounds like this. Rom, Do you drive ram. a Harley? Not as much as I'd like to. Have
0: you taken your he Harley Davidson out? does get out on the road as not, much he'd like to, Joel. He's not, a very busy man.
1: Yeah, not in the past year, but before that I did a couple times. Have you in the
0: past 30 days? how long have you had the one to three months? had the
1: bike for a little over three years. And how many times have you ridden it? Uh, maybe ten. Oh wow, that's how, better than ma- 10, how, many, 10. how many
0: miles would you say you have in the bike? Less than a hundred, still, which <laughs> I'm very proud of.
1: <laughs> ten rides of under ten miles. An well, hour. in Los Angeles, where are you gonna go? Like I go for a ride and I pull out. And, so to and be and clear, the, road, the, I'm in the, traffic. the bicycle that I have owned like a year less than your motorcycle, I have put like. Uh, like 40 or 50 times as many miles onto that than you have I, onto I your motorcycle. I believe that. Yeah.
0: how many tires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Phil's only changed lot his lot once. Yeah, how <laughs> much
1: gasoline
0: did you Why put did in your Why did he have to change bike? his
1: tires <laughs> if he's only ridden 100 miles? Exactatutely, Joel. Yeah. High five. Uh, uh, okay, well, stop me if I'm wrong, Jordan. Yeah. Wouldn't members of the Milwaukee Bucks be... Not allowed to ride a Harley-Davidson due to clauses in their contract specifically
0: stating that they're not allowed to do dangerous stuff like that. You ruined family feud, Joel. We were going to oh, get to no. that. Oh. We had two Harley-Davidson was says. founded in Milwaukee. The company's uh, corporate oh, headquarters are located there, and they've been a longtime Bucks sponsor. There's reserved parking outside the Bradley Center for Harley owners Oh, and a fourth-quarter rev-up with the team's mascot, Bango. Bango the Harley? No, I believe it's Bango the the Buck. Buck. That makes more sense. Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Now, if you're a player on the Milwaukee Bucks, what's stopping you from signing an endorsement deal (laughs) and getting a sweet free bike? (laughs) Top two answers on the board. Uh, Because your contract is a clause that says you can't get it. Number one answer, your contract. (laughs) NBA contracts prohibit players from riding motorcycles. Sure. Number two, your mama.
1: Oh. oh, she doesn't want to see you oh. on that bike. Be okay she knows that. that's not oh, safe. Oh, I thought
0: it was because your mom was so fat that she couldn't. No, <laughs> oh, this oh, is okay. a safety thing. Mothers care about their children. They don't want to see them on Trust motorcycles. Trust me, when I got
1: my Harley Davidson, my mom said, like, hell, you're going to ride that. And I went, I'll ride it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't do it so much. Then, that's not what happened. Did not have. I? Because you know why? Because I listened to my mama.
0: Uh, riding a motorcycle is prohibited in NBA contracts. Neither side that said this was an impediment to making the marketing agreement, so sources say players think this quote totally blows. <laughs> uh, the new uh, deal will allow Harley to brand a fan area and will include an extra pregame ride from Bango. Oh, hey, there so we go. So this is all part of the deal. Yeah, uh, And uh, jerseys with the Harley logo will be available inside the arena for sales, which is important Ooh. to note because the NBA is uh, allowing advertisements on their jerseys this mm-hmm. year. Not all of them are being sold in the fan shops, which is a tacit acknowledgement that they've made the product worse by putting the thing on. <laughs> well it does. Well but so I think some do, but I think Harley Davidson on a Milwaukee Bucks jersey might actually be kind of cool.
1: Oh yeah. It's a local brand Harley Heritage, is also
0: an apparel brand. It's that's not true. just a motorcycle brand. Well Harley's a lifestyle Phil. It's it not really a brand. Trust a me. When
1: I got my Harley, they were just mm. like well, do you want to buy a jacket? Do you want to buy a T-shirt? Like you get into a group called Hog, which is Harley Owners Group. They say, See you on the road, brother. And you're like, I'm really cool. Wow. You get, uh, a, lot of, you get a lot of emails from Hog? No, I uh, didn't pay my dues. <laughs> so, no longer in Hog. Well, you're why in didn't arrears. You play your, pay your dues. Because they don't ride very yeah, much. You don't ride very much. Oh, yeah. And if you, know you knew the answer, why'd you
0: ask? <laughs> well, this is something that we could get your thoughts on because this is some reasoning. You mean from, as a Harley rider? Yeah, as a Harley rider and yeah. a sports outsider. This is from uh, the uh, VP of Business or something for the Bucks. He said, We think there will be Harley fans who will become Bucks fans and Bucks fans who will become Harley fans.
1: Isn't that the goal of
0: advertising? I see Bucks fans becoming Harley fans. I don't know how many Harley fans the Bucks are well, going to pick up. Well, Phil, yeah. as a Harley man, which sure. you are. Are you do you see your allegiance shifting towards the Milwaukee you know, Bucks? I could from see myself. Basketball team nothing? I would be with my uh
1: my motorcycle gang and I'd go, uh, hey Road Devils. Uh we should go uh beat the shit. Road Devils. <laughs> Road Devils, that's the name. <laughs> no, I got we should go uh beat the shit out of the Satan faces, and then afterwards go take in a Bucks game because they represent us. And they go Give me your wallet. Yeah, <laughs> seemingly, what? seemingly successful. Yeah, Phil, if, if you do become a fan of a sports team and yeah. it winds up being the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm going to be very disappointed. Oh, no, I've team. already picked the sports team that I'm going to be a, a fan of. What's that? It's going to be the Blue Jays. What? We have uh, Blue Jays in the, our backyard. All they're, right. They're nice looking. They fly nice.
0: There are 12 now teams that have already done their advertising deals. Real quick, let's run them down. We got the Milwaukee Bucks, Holly Davidson. Philadelphia 76ers, StubHub.
1: 76 gas station? Mm. No, StubHub.
0: Well, well known. Poor, with,
1: poor StubHub.
0: Well known with Philadelphia fans. It's where you can get Sixers tickets for less than face value on game day. <laughs> or outside the stadium. <laughs> uh, Sacramento Kings, Diamond Almonds. The, mm-hmm. the, that thirsty nut from the San Joaquin <laughs> Valley yeah. is probably uh, popular uh, for athletes. And if you're a Sacramento King player, what's stopping you from signing an endorsement deal and getting free almonds? Your contract. NBA contracts oh, do not yeah. allow. No, it's you because a, almonds. No, it's almonds are super expensive. You can't just give those away. Dude, the, the, Dude, the drought, the nut man.
1: Is. It takes a gallon of water to grow a single
0: almond, man. Sprouts are the real enemy. Much less delicious than almonds. Well, yep. that's true. Sprouts are gross. Uh, true. True. Boston Celtics will wear a GE patch to commemorate. Uh, GE e. Smith's 10-year run as uh, Saturday Night Live musical director. <laughs> there we go. Uh, no. GE Smith and the Saturday Night Live band. And five for fighting. Uh, General yeah. Electric. Uh, General Electric? General Electric, a GE patch for General the Electric. The light
1: bulb company?
0: Yeah, it makes sense with the players being as large as some home appliances. Oh, That's true. Oh. <laughs> uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Here's one for Phil. In four. In four? INFOR, it is a. Is, I, I don't know what I'm in for. The article I was reading this in, they Infor. called it an unknown data and analytics company. I've never heard of Infor. Data it's, and analytics company? It's Infor, yeah. Data and analytics company. It is the most ugly patch because it is like bright white and red, and the Brooklyn Nets jersey are, you know, white and black. Oh, Who yeah. are you
1: advertising to with so that? So it's like, You're like a B2B company? Company. company? That's stupid. Yeah. That's yeah. incredibly ridiculous.
0: Infor, screw you. <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers, Goodyear. Goodyear is paying $10 million a year. The blimp company? How yeah. many blimps do they sell in a year? They can't sell enough blimps for that to be
1: worth it. They're marketing yeah. to like 100 millionaires. Here's why that's ironic, because nobody in Cleveland has had a good year since the 1950s.
0: Pow! What about LeBron? Yeah, they just oh, won, Joe. Okay. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's t- this is true. They're paying $10 million a year. But that drops down to 10000 when LeBron leaves for Los Angeles. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. They're the Orla- still overpaying. The Orlando Magic. Their patch will be from Disney, who you know try to get its name between Orlando and Magic. Right. The Orlando
1: Disney Magic?
0: Yeah, Orlando Disney Magic. Probably the best Molly on the market. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Utah- well, I'm sure that they wanted to be Disney Presents Orlando Magic. <laughs> oh, that would make sense. That's their thing. Uh, Utah Jazz, five for the fight. Familiar with this? Five for fighting? No, not five for fighting. (laughs) Five, that's why it was in my head, though. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Five for the fight. Uh, This cause is to raise money for cancer research led by Qualtrics. Qualtrics? Is that like Dietrich's brother? Qualtrics is an experienced management company whose loose plan for cancer is cutting costs and improving margins. Oh, no. It's their loose plan. They're They're Republicans. Republicans. They hadn't really thought about this out, really. Oh, cutting the margins from around the tumor. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I just know that's their company. That's basically they're, they're kind of a. They think that they can run there. much more efficient tumors. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Toronto Raptors. Sun Life. Something Torontonians have never experienced. <laughs> right. <laughs> Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. Fitbit. Something Minnesotans have never experienced. That's oh. true. Uh, Detroit Pistons. Flagstar Bank the fuck? This was a combination of two words that tested best alongside bank. Right. (laughs) And it's really
1: unfortunate that a bank would be the ones that are underwriting a Detroit team. A city with no
0: money. Oh, And the Denver Nuggets, Western Union. The NBA rejected their attempt to add a slogan beneath the patch. Still a company. (laughs) I'm surprised
1: to hear that. Okay, joining us now on the podcast, uh, we have a representative of the Major League Baseball Players Association and a player himself. I am a player, yes. Yeah, uh, we didn't get your name, actually. Yeah, my name is Peen Weenie Pooper. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's it's... Peen Weenie Pooper. Your first name is Peen. My first name is Peen. My last name's Weenie Pooper. What ethnicity is Peen? Uh, Peen is British.
0: All right, and and a Weenie Pooper is is that. It's
1: also British. Peen (laughs) Weenie Pooper. I don't think I've ever met name? another weenie pooper. Why do though? you find something hilarious no, 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 about no, my name? No. And I oh, think it's, it's, it's actually because you yeah. know I have been. I'm 26 years old. I have had a fair amount of people laugh about my name, peen weenie pooper. Yeah, right. But and, and I guess I come from a long line of weenie poopers. <laughs> my dad's name is fart weenie pooper. <laughs> my mom's name is queef weenie pooper. <laughs>
0: And are those also British names or... Also
1: British names, yeah. but it was... I mean, naturally, my mom married into the last name Weenie Booper.
0: What the, was her maiden name?
1: Her maiden name was... Her full name, including her maiden name, <laughs> was Queef Clown
0: Clown, nay, clown nay. So nay, clowns. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we. Uh, do you have we're not siblings? here to talk last names. We're not here to talk last names. Okay. I'll, what are, What are your siblings while we're here?
1: I don't know. Do you want me to go through my whole family tree? I have a sure, important things to talk yeah. about.
0: Well, just real quick, your siblings. If okay.
1: You know. Well, my siblings. I mean, naturally, my parents. I was the first born. They realized the mistake, <laughs> so they called my brother Richard Weenie Pooper, Dick Weenie Pooper. <laughs> he goes by Richard. <laughs> And then he called my sister Girl Weenie Pooper.
0: <laughs> they just called her girl? Which I,
1: th- I think that they thought if they went generic, it'd be less funny, only to realize... <laughs> it's not a name. ...that girls don't have weenies, and it's, an- it's embarrassing when girls are acknowledged that they poop.
0: Yeah. Uh, right, uh, but... Uh, okay. Very okay. embarrassing. This has gotten Sorry. on the side track. But that made me into a hell
1: of an athlete. I believe it because yeah, absolute having to fight in school all the time because of my name, which as a reminder for those of you who
0: are short of memory, <laughs> it's Peen Weenie Pooper. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Peen. And in about another week, I think it's uh, August 25th to 27th. That's the time. It's Players Weekend. Oh, it's about time. Well, I was finally say, a weekend for the
1: players. Well, I you just say I think that, but a lot of people I think are, are a little, uh, you know, Maybe peeved about this. They, they they might say to themselves, hey, the players get played, paid. They have a
0: long offseason. They get paid millions of dollars to play a game. You know, why Why do we need we have a, a players a, weekend? We have a fans weekend at the very end of the season. That's to, like to thank the fans. But yeah. do we need a players weekend? And well, yeah.
1: let me tell you, as someone who's back of the jersey <laughs> says, Weenie Pooper, the fact that we get to have one day where our chosen nicknames are printed on the back instead is a level of respite that I never thought that I would feel in my natural-born life. Okay, well, that's that's fun. What's your what's your nickname? Dick Gobbler. What? I'm sorry, Dick, Dick Gobbler? Dick Gobbler. How did you get... Why did you give yourself that nickname? All right, well, let me tell you. It was a very funny story. So <laughs> when I grew up, I had a turkey named Richard, <laughs> named after my brother. As one does. Yep. Uh- so then I told everyone in the clubhouse about my beloved turkey, whose name was also Richard Weenie Pooper.
0: Oh, no. And yeah.
1: then they said, oh, it's the same as your brother. And I said, yep, that's true. And said, oh, and also, you eat cock. <laughs> <laughs> so your name is going to be dick. <laughs> uh, is that accurate? Do you, do you eat? Cock?
0: Why would you ask that question? That is none of your business. You, you, you do, first of all, it's, it's a slang. For being literal, no one actually
1: no, eats cock. No. Nobody eats it. Uh, but that's but, crazy. Well, I've had a good coca vin before. That's usually a rooster. Joel. Okay, you're but. You're diverting from the point. So. My nickname is, is, is something that I'm much happier with, and it's <laughs> Dick Gobbler.
0: And, okay. so, and you're excited because this weekend you get to wear like kind of these weird, throwback, colorful uniforms, cool hats, and you get to pick the name in the back of your jersey for once. Oh, yeah. And so instead of Weenie Pooper, which is very long on the back of a jersey, I right. imagine, you're going to go with Dick Gobbler. Well, yeah, Dick Gobbler is... All one word, or are you going to put a space in there?
1: Well, the way that I've always written it when I've written it in emails to my friends and family, it's all been one word. Dick Gobbler. Because it's faster, you don't have to hit the space bar button in the middle. It's true. Of course, Peen would be even faster than Dick Gobbler. Which, as a reminder, is not named after my turkey, <laughs> whose name was Richard. And turkeys are often referred to as Gobblers. Right. It's because I eat dick. I'm a dick gobbler. But, Peen, you get to choose the nickname on the jersey. Wouldn't you rather I go I see with why else? you think that's funny. Yeah. Look, I grew up eating... Exotic cuisines. I enjoyed watching shows where people are going to strange tribes and eating crazy foods. Oh, like bizarre foods with Andrew Zimmerman. Bizarre foods with Andrew Zimmerman. Yeah. So I was once with a tribe in Papua New Guinea where they. Papua New Guinea. Papua. (laughs) Papua New Guinea where when they eat a yak, they'll eat the entire yak, including the heart. <laughs> and I made a met a very nice man there. And that's why they called me Dick Gobbler. Did you fillate I still don't I still no, don't, Did wait, you filate the man who showed you how to Joe, eat yak? Joe, that's heart? offensive. No, I, we both <laughs> ate the yak's penis because we like
0: exotic foods.
1: How does this really I'm to so dick confused <laughs> because we gobbled the yak's
0: dick. And that's how you got the nickname on the team, and that's you're more proud of the nickname that you it's got from your friends. It's because of my
1: penchant for exotic foods. I don't understand. And my last name is British. Yeah. Weenie Pooper. Yeah, we, we remember Mr. Weenie Pooper. And Peen is a very common name from England in the is 1800s. It, is it a common name from England? It was. It's short for something longer. What's it short for? Penis. <laughs> Okay, um, well, why, why don't we get back to Players Weekend? Yeah. Okay, I mean, Players like Weekend. Yes, you're, you're it's there.
0: about time we have a Players Weekend. <laughs> you're in yeah. your, your cool new jersey, you're in your cool new hat. You have uh, Dick Gobbler on the back. Yeah. Now the other thing that they're giving players is on the sleeve, it's going to say Players Weekend. On the other sleeve, there's going to be a blank space. Yes. Where you're allowed to put in anything you want. It can be a. Ch- it, most players are choosing to do a charity. It's kind of their cause. It's like a little bit, a little bit of free advertising for maybe a cause. So, have have you thought about what you're going to put in the blank space on your sleeve? I
1: am. I actually have been involved in a very a, a charity for many years that I am very, I take very, very seriously. It's an it's an important charity for people like me.
0: What what kind yeah, of charity, yeah, is what it?
1: charity is it? Well, it is a charity for people who have weenie problems. Where sometimes poop comes out of it. Wait, wait, hold on, wait. And it re, you, your rectum is rerouted so that you actually poop out of your weenie. So this is a charity that allows poor people who have this horrible condition to have their innards surgir- surgir- surgically made so that they no longer poop out of their weenie. And the the charity is called Weenie Poopers. This sounds
0: like a just a terrible condition. It's a horrible
1: you, condition. You know it's, how- it leads to infections. It leads to confusion. It's also what, interesting what, that it, it's the same as your last name. What, what? Well, I started the charity. Well, no. No, I, I mean... The, I didn't they... start it because of the condition that it represents. Yeah. I started it to name it after my last name, Weenie Pooper. It so, is just a coincidence that the affliction does the same thing that my last name portends. Peen, is it possible that you suffer from this affliction? No! It is. I do not just because of my last name. Do you suffer from Anderson's disease?
0: Actually, Joel has Anderson syndrome. I'm yes.
1: sorry it's named to hear after that. Me. That is too bad for you.
0: What me? No. What percentage of the population is affected with this syndrome, where the plumbing is just so horrifically uh, wrong? Yeah. yeah,
1: four guys. Which, which four guys? Wait, wait,
0: wait. I don't think we need to name Which name. four guys? I feel like, I feel like an anonymity is better here.
1: Yeah, I would never... Jordan doth protest too much, I'm thinking. <laughs> Look, just because weenie poopers is on one of my sleeves, that's in a different context than when my last name is printed, weenie pooper on the back. Okay. So, oh, so so, 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 so The one day you can have weenie pooper off
0: the back off of your jersey. jersey. Now it's representative of my
1: charity, not my last
0: name, weenie pooper. What is the name of the actual syndrome?
1: The name of the actual syndrome. Yeah, with
0: the people who have the problem.
1: Uh, it's called. Uh, it's called uh, rectal insulation.
0: Gingervitis. Okay. okay.
1: Gingervitis. But yep.
0: but maybe a slang name because you use your charity, Weenie Poopers.
1: No, I, Weenie Poopers is named after my last name representing Oh God,
0: I'm sorry.
1: But why would you even <laughs> No, I explained this very clearly. I actually I named gotcha. the charity not, after got, my gotcha. last name Weenie Poopers. I'm so sorry I got not tripped up on it. Not because of the affliction. Right. Can you can you tell me the entomology of, of Gingervitis? I am not a scientist, <laughs> I am a ball player. A ball player. Yeah. So it's, it's about not, time it's we might. have a player look, I feel like we spent the entire time <laughs> talking about words that you think are so silly instead of talking about why I think that the plight of the baseball player needs to be celebrated okay, for. Well, a why few don't days. why don't you tell us one of the some of the what are some of the reasons why the plight of the baseball player is so arduous? Because baseball players have to suffer through horrible conditions you don't even consider. Like what? We have to deal with butt rashes. (laughs) We have to deal with scrotal chafing
0: when we run around the bases. Athletic supporters, yeah.
1: Yep. We have to deal with what we call red pee disease. We get very dehydrated and the pee comes out red. Oh, God, that's awful. Every (laughs) once in a while, an errant ball will hit us in the nutsack and we get... (laughs) Triple balls, as we call it. Triple- <laughs> it swells up the size of 3 times your balls. That
0: sounds awful.
1: Yep. Every once in a while, we got linky bung. And you drip out poop out of your bung, and it falls onto your taint, and you get rashy. <laughs> these are all problems we have as baseball players. Like, how many baseball players have these problems? All the baseball players all have these problems. All the baseball players we have we need leaky bungs. Of course you do. When you're like giving a 110%, lot
0: of... you get leaky bungs. I feel like you've come on this podcast and if really, you've really stepped into a lot of bathroom-type stuff. I
1: am That's a not... very serious... I have not made one joke since being on this podcast. This is my life and things that us ballplayers have to suffer through that warrant a player's weekend. Okay. I don't care for humor. <laughs> they, all right, well... Which is why I love this podcast. <laughs>
0: Thank you very oh, much for okay. your time, Peen. Yeah, you I you was being for...
1: serious when I said that because <laughs> I don't for... care for humor. Thank you for coming on, Peen, and insulting our podcast. Uh, will everybody, we're going to give a shout out to Weenie Poopers. I like the factual parts of this podcast. <laughs> the comedy I don't care for and it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of no, the fact that it's Is not great for me. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Thanks again. Weenie Pooper.
0: Thank you, Dick Gopler. <laughs>
1: And now it's time for another Wide World of... Weird Sports! Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports. Coach's wildest autograph stories. What? Yeah, this comes all the way from ESPN.com. The internet leader... In sports. Not
0: the worldwide leader in sports, the <laughs> WWL. Ah,
1: uh, there we go. Uh, so, this is an article, so I will read it in article format. Former Florida coach Steve Spurrier was once asked to sign a pacemaker. Don't worry, it had already been removed. Oh. Is that because his high-flying offense was giving his fans heart attacks? Ohio State coach Urban Meyer was asked... To sign a snowplow? Uh, he declined. Coaches from coast to coast can attest that when it comes to signing autographs, the bizarre is the norm. Many fans are caught fumbling for a sharpie or a pen when they see their favorite coach and then hand over the only things they have on them. Other fans, they come prepared. Even if it's in the men's room and the coaches are the ones who are caught off guard. Oh, no. You know what I mean? What are you going to sign there? Because they have their dicks out. Yikes. That was graphic. (laughs) Uh, The first part of the the first story is titled, Sir, I'm Not Gonna Sign That Arm. Arkansas coach Brett (laughs) Bielma was on the road with the Razorback Club when one fan plopped his prosthetic arm down on the table for him to sign. There's a space on the forearm for his autograph right next to the emblem of a Razorback. I said, Sir, I appreciate that, but I'm not gonna sign that arm, Bulimia said. He said, Why not? He puts it right down the table, causing a little bit of a scene, and
0: then Bulimia reluctantly obliged.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, no kidding. But he already had it in that story, it's kinda of a little buried, he already had kind of a fake tattoo on his fake arm. Yeah. yeah. Instead of razor so bags. That's on, kinda yeah. cool. Why That's are you cool.
1: squeamish about signing some guy's arm? Like Well, that's the thing that's fucking weird to me. Right, yeah. Like, just, dude, he lost his arm, he's got a prosthetic, don't be weird, sign it. Yeah, just sign it. He said it was a little bit of everything, a little guilt, a little remorse, a little of everything, he said. It was unbelievable. He should feel guilty. He should, yeah. Uh, This story is called, Kind of Weirded Me Out. (laughs) What a brilliantly written article. About two years ago, an Auburn fan handed Coach... Gus Malzahn a picture to sign Malzahn scribbled his name on it before realizing it was a digital photo of a colonoscopy what? right? now see that's weird I didn't realize what it was until after I was done signing it Malzahn said kind of weirded me out it was a picture it was an x-ray photo it had the wow moment on that one
0: boy these coaches are so interesting in them telling these stories right? <laughs> It's like they don't know it's like they've never They're told so an anecdote before. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like what the what
1: the They're fuck? Very to the point people, yeah. Uh this uh part of it this story is called, "While I was standing at the stall, the guy was tapping me on the shoulder." I feel like I already know this entire story <laughs> from that title based on the previous stories where I thought, "Well, there'll be an interesting twist," and then there wasn't. Penn State show coach Joe the Penn State coach James Franklin Was at a speaking event for alumni when he went to take a bathroom break at the hotel lobby. While I was standing at the stall using the commode, the guy was tapping me on the shoulder with a sharpie asking me to autograph a ball, Franklin said. I turned around and looked over my shoulder and said, Can you give me a minute? Wait, a ball?
0: Yeah. Here's the thing, I think... Smart answers to dumb questions. Yeah. Can you give me a minute? Right. You would think he wouldn't tell that story.
1: A Penn State coach doing something inappropriate in a men's bathroom. That- and he stepped over about five <laughs> feet and waited by the sink. When I got done washing my hands, he was there waiting for the autograph.
0: I think you just camp out. Was getting James Franklin's autograph? I think you just camp out by the, the sink. Right, yeah. Don't ask him while they're peeing. Right. Just take a really long time washing your or hands. you
1: just don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't understand autographs in general. but eBay. Like,
0: oh, but... Some people like to frame them or something like that, I more guess, conventionally. But like, I mean,
1: if it wasn't for autographs, we would not have the brilliant film, The Sandlot. Oh, that's true. Yep. But like you, you so dearly respect this person, and you want your only interaction to be like that the you're ever going to have with them to be them remembering you, interrupting them while you're taking a pee. I'm just sort of like if. If I saw Barry Sanders, I feel like I would just, like, stand back in awe because I wouldn't want to, like, meet him and say something stupid. Yeah, I've done that. I've seen celebrities I've really respected. I just, I wouldn't even try to say anything to him. Of course not. I saw Quentin Tarantino once and I just kind of stared at him from across the room. Oh, yeah, and then you told me it was Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, but uh, we, we, we were at that shop. We the, were at a poster writing. store, and yeah. I thought you meant like there was a poster of Quentin Tarantino, and I was just like, oh,
0: yeah, sure, whatever, Oh, Phil. weird, at a poster yeah. shop to see a Quentin Tarantino movie no, poster. I, That's I odd. I was just
1: like, why don't you leave me alone, Phil? I get that you're excited about the posters, and then it turned out it was actually Quentin Tarantino. No, it was at Hollywood Books, which has since gone out of business. Oh, yeah. All right, next story is called, I worry about defacing federal property. Yeah, no kidding. If At please, this, if this please is signing. Please sign my, my national so monument. <laughs> yes. At seventy seven, Hall of Fame coach Bill Snyder said he signs uh he still signs anywhere. Who the hell is bill Snyder.
0: Kansas State. Oh yeah.
1: Yep. He still signs anywhere from ten to fifty items a day, and he is well known for writing handwritten letters with his signature. Every now and then he said a fan will ask him to sign a one hundred dollar bill. It is money. Yep. I always ask if they're sure they want to do that, and if it's cleared by their parents, if they're younger people, he you said. <laughs> Number one, I worry about defacing federal property. And number two, a $100 bill is going to come in handy sometime when you need it. I'm not sure you want me to sign this. It's great because Bill Snyder's
0: like 80. Right. And like Just like the most common sense. Say- That's <laughs> very common You don't want me to it. sign money.
1: Yeah, what you a, can spend money. A, well, money for goods. What a terrible story. <laughs> yep. But I always say, yes, yes, yes. I'll sign anything for anybody. People are gracious about it, and I appreciate them, and it doesn't bother me a bit. All right, I wanted to get to the, the, this last story, which why I went through fast that one. This one is titled... It's just a monster bra. Wait, let's see if we can
0: figure out what this story is. Okay, I think that this coach was asked to sign a very large bra. I think, and th- that's the extent of the story. I'm gonna double down on National Monument. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Mike Leach was sitting at table one summer signing autographs as head coach at Texas Tech's when about four or five giggling fans approached him. Leach guessed they were in their mid-30s to early 40s and said they couldn't contain their laughter. Oh. They throw this bra on the table, and I'm not kidding you, this bra could easily hold volleyballs on either side, Leach said. I mean, it's just a monster bra. Some people talk about double Ds. This would be double volleyballs. I look up because it's kind of a new one. I look up, they're still laughing. They say, could you sign this? Leech wasn't quite sure what to make of it. He asked, Whose bra's this? They go, uh uh-uh. uh. And they point back and there's this little lady who's laughing themselves bright red. It was their mother. It's their mother.
0: Ugh. Why so would you... it
1: did have a twist.
0: It did have a twist.
1: This And that brings it into to another wide world of who weird we weird weird sports! Sports! The the very sports!
0: Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings us close to the sports. sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back our guest, Peen Weenie Pooper, to give you our contact information. All
1: right, it's me, Peen Weenie Pooper, and I am here to give the
0: podcast contact information. Real, real quick, Peen. Yeah. Would you ever like on your Wikipedia page? Do you think we will ever say Peen Dick Gobbler Weenie Pooper? I can only hope. I'm very proud of my penchant for exotic food. Eating. Right.
1: Yes. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Of course, I joined Twitter very late, and the only handle I could get is dirtbutt (laughs) at dirtbutt. If you want to follow me, if you want to follow these guys, it's at sports number three podcast. If you want to follow me, it's at dirtbutt. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash number three podcast. There, They're, they're going to be posting a lot of GIFs and memes and fun things along with their podcast. I got hacked by Russian hackers. <laughs> so they just keep posting pictures of cow cervixes. So don't go searching for Peen Weenie Pooper's Facebook page unless you want to see a running group of pictures of cow cervixes. Or you can find all of their back episodes at SoundCloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's SoundCloud.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, make sure to check out my podcast. You know, it's I, I do a podcast that is all about the dangers of rectal surgery. Because it's a very serious topic, the dangers of rectal surgery. And I call it crappy scalpel. <laughs> So, make sure to check out the Crappy Scalpel podcast. It's a very serious issue that more people should think about. Crappy Scalpel.
0: Thank you very much, Peen.
1: You're welcome.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. Uh, So, I did want to get Peen Weenie Pooper's autograph before he left. Oh, yeah? Just went up and asked him. Yep. Guess what? I asked him to put the autograph on. I can only imagine this little book that i keep autographs in crazy good story huh lights up
0: you have received this transmission from the comedy podcast network for more shows visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.